If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Before we uh, begin the show, fucking, I just want to I want to oh, paint oh, the picture oh, for the listeners okay. right now. Adam looks like a Mexican wrestler right now. El Macho Guapo. Yeah, he's got the he's got a full beard. <laughs> he's got a bandana just but like folded so it's just like across and around yeah. his forehead and his head. I want to see him with two pistolas. And then he's just got, <laughs> and, then, and then he's got and then he's got uh and then he's got his, his hair like naturally curly. It looks like he got a little bit of grease in there. I don't know what's yeah. in there. <laughs> you know, and it kind of reminds me of soul glow. And then he's yeah. got his Dickies short Macho on. Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Only I can do that. Just, yeah. just remember that. His, All right. His signature move. <laughs> the, the Falcon Cock. Falcon Cock. Now that everybody has a great visual, let's get this out. Now that this is about me. You know how we like to do that, right? Yeah. It's about me. Are you still butthurt? Oh, I'm oh, so butthurt. God, I already seen the people coming, though. You know, we already oh got two. We already God. got two uh, positive reviews since then. Did we? Sweet. Oh yeah, I got I got some text messages this morning too. Like, fuck that. We bitch. We got your back. You're like, fuck that bitch. You are not like that. We love you. Yeah. Yeah. Tell that girl. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's not depleted. Uh, what do we got? We got guests here. Yeah, he's all filled. Yeah, we're we gonna start the show or what? We're let's on, start, dude. Let's start. Introduce it. our guest, Adam. Let's let's, let's start it. So um, you, what's, we decided to do this, and this is for you guys because um, you know I, I feel like anytime we keep stuff raw and real, it always makes for great, uh, great radio. Um, I have a good buddy of mine, Craig, that's here with his business partner, Jack, and they, they actually have a really cool uh, business that they are developing right now. And it's, uh, it's close to home for me because I happen to be a virtual coach. I train clients online virtually. And one of the hardest things that uh, I deal with is scaling my business because once I have uh, you know five to ten clients that I'm doing like that, if I'm going to cr- uh, provide great service, um, it's tough to get to get too many uh, uh, that much more you know on my plate without starting to do a disservice to everybody else. So these guys are trying to create the bridge between that and instead of uh, of me rapping about it, I don't even know that much about it. I wanted to wait till he got here so you guys could hear us actually ask him real raw questions of what we what we want to know about it and you guys can hear about it at the same well, time. Well, I too. think we should even before that we should get into a little history here because Craig, Craig what's your last name? Nakatano? Did I say that right? So close. Yeah. Okay. Not, 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 not even close at all. <laughs> how, do, how do I how do you say your last name? Nakano. Nakano. Wow. Real, I just, real, real I got a couple a extra in letters in yeah. there. The T make it sound cool though. It did oh, sound cool. I like that. So you used to you used to work for the same company that we were at. I call it the old company. The old yeah. company. Yeah. The old company. Wonderful. <laughs> and you and you've been a trainer or in fitness for how long now? Oh God. Ooh, since like 2003. Okay. And you're still training people? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. So um, I'm, you weren't there when when I was there. You were there during the same time Adam and Justin were there. I'm assuming. Yeah. So Adam and I used to. Did you guys work together or compete? We competed. Who who would win that competition typically? <laughs> oh, he Snap. he actually uh, helped me out a little bit. So okay, I don't I don't want to say I always beat him, but <laughs> he, he he was definitely the rabbit that uh, was everybody was chasing. He's after. got the cotton tail. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was pretty though. So it's, it's clean. Mm. <laughs> so you so you've been in the industry for a long time. The reason why I want to I want to talk I want to say that because you're doing a fitness uh, a, a fitness based online kind of program. And it's important that people know that you have a long history in fitness because what we're seeing now is we're seeing a lot of people enter the the industry, especially with social media. Social media right now, uh, in, like Instagram in particular, is dominated by fitness. Great point, what Sal. A, I, I, I just dude, say no, that. let me go because this is like uh, we talked a while back about like the future of fitness and technology and all these different uh, 
applications that are coming out, software, you know, wearables, whatnot. This, these most, I would say like 90%, over 90% are being created by these engineers, these, They're not these, fitness these people. people that see it all from a numbers perspective. They see things in a linear progression. They see things uh, that just don't make sense when you're a trainer and you're a fitness person and uh, you actually have experience uh, hands-on with clients and, and you, you understand all their deviations. You understand, uh, you know, that... You need to regress. Right? Yeah. You, you progress, but you also regress. You don't just focus on always getting a higher number uh, as far as weight is concerned. You well, know, we I all, can go on and on, but these are all things that have pissed me off. Well, if you're a trainer, if you've been a trainer or been in the industry, you understand how this industry works. You understand how people work in fitness, and it's not. There's no other industry that's really like it. Um, I'll give you an example. You guys remember curves. Remember curves, those gyms that were love those, curves, and they fucking. <laughs> do you guys remember when they blew up? Oh yeah, like dude, a- Adam's always like joining that class. Yeah, they yeah, exactly. shaking his tail. He's got good curves. He's that, very the, curvy. That company blew up. It was the fastest growing franchise uh, in history at one point, and then they imploded in on themselves. And, and then CrossFit came and, in and right. just took their model <laughs> took, and ran with yeah. it. <laughs> and and the reason why curves imploded is because I don't know if you guys, I, I would go into curves, and the owners weren't fitness people. No. They were like, oh, They're- this sounds like a good business. I'm going to get into it. And they weren't trainers. And um, in fitness, you got to understand fitness, I think. So that's why it's important, I think, to go into this history because, um, like Justin was saying, we're getting a lot of people enter the industry that are not fitness people. And good luck, man. It's look, yeah. it's what happened in the American auto industry way yeah. back in the day when the freaking bean, bean counters took over and the car people stepped out and American you know, cars took a shit yeah. and all well, the other companies we'll took over. We'll see right through your shit. It's yeah. really tough, though, when you think about it. because, And you guys, and Justin, especially you and I, I know have experienced this because you know we, we've been in the process of building an app for a couple of years now and all kinds of techie stuff that we've been trying to do. And it's tough. If it's you're really tough, it's tough to do that uh, and and not and be a fitness person at the same time. Because normally, if you're you're a fitness guru and that's what you do, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not sitting around, uh, you know, writing code. So uh, and then so and then on top of that, like we, what you and I remember, we experienced is then you even need like a person in the middle that like uh, communicates that to that person. Yeah. Right? You need <laughs> so the translator. Yeah. You need the, tra- yeah. you need the, you need the trainer. You have someone who has the, the knowledge and then someone who translates it to the nerd who then develops it and creates that for you. And a lot of people have one or the other. It's like, you got the trainer and you know, and he has no fucking clue how to make something, which was kind of like what Justin and I, when we first started, we're like, yeah, we're these brilliant <laughs> trainers. We're going to create this. And it was like, Oh shit, this is pretty tough to write, to write code and do all this stuff. Right. And then are you at the other end, which like Justin was saying, you have all these successful programs that look sexy. They're, they, they are functional. They work because they're done by they engineers got a lot of funding yeah exactly they have zero credibility but because they have no fucking clue really how to design a program so uh, smoke that, and mirrors man so so craig basically uh oh i thought we were going to continue talking about energy i know we, did. <laughs> we just talked about all our shit yeah right, we yeah. brought we, Can brought we get them craig to talk well, for a bit welcome we to mind pump too. Yeah. so <laughs> so give us your well, welcome to mind you got to fight for the mic bro give us a, I uh, swear, give us a little bit of like an elevator pitch you know kind of what your what you guys are developing and what you're what you're what you're going to put out or what you're going to try and put out here we found the need to create an online platform that bridges the gap between trainers, medical professionals, uh, chiropractors, physical therapists, to basically keep all the information in one place. Um, also to make, well, make, to keep this short and simple, mm-hmm. you know, it's made for trainers by trainers because all the ones that are out there aren't like you just said, 
total crap. Mm. Or so uh, so so in terms of uh, so the product, it's okay. So so far, what I'm understanding is it's connecting trainers to other uh, their clients, other health practitioners. That's so part I, of it. So I have this part of it, right? So I have a client. And I re- I refer clients to chiropractors and acupuncturists and physical therapists all the time. So part of it, it sounds like you're saying it helps. Uh, so I'll know if the client allows, I will know what the acupuncturist is doing, what the chiropractor is doing. So we can kind of work together and we have this platform. That's part of it. Yeah, that's a big part of it. Too. Okay. And it will kind of help to cross that, that, that barrier there, that bridge between the physical therapist and then us, right? So they can get into the corrective exercise you know right after they're done with their program so there's a nice little segue there right have you ever played that game telephone back in the day like at like band camp or something yeah Just kidding. yeah <laughs> yeah you know so you get a lot of miscommunication but yeah, yeah. And it ends up to being <laughs> just like would always get cottontail or something yeah <laughs> um what so now what's the other part of this um because when we look I, we only looked at it for about two minutes before we turned the mics on so i literally have no idea well if you went to if you go to our, our landing page training slate.com um, you can see the, there's a bunch of bullet points on what you're going to get. You know, you're able to ask, assess your athletes, clients, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call them. Um, you're able to white label. You're able to set your own prices as far as, uh, you know, if anybody wants to work with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're able to train anywhere. So the virtual training aspect of it, which is really important. You're able to give feedback between all users that are uh, on the team. Um, you're able to customize your programs. We also provide... Uh, our own library of exercises and whatnot with a, I'll have Jack go into this a little bit because he owns, he owns a, a place called accelerate sports performance mm-hmm. and we use that library Nice. and uh, you're able to like create your own templates. You're able to review your programs in a timely manner, track your progress and you're able to market your own business, which I think is a missing key because a lot of trainers don't know how to market their own business. Okay. So let me get this, let me get this nice. straight. Uh, so as a train, here I am, I'm a trainer. I want to start an online business where I train clients virtually. Now, for those of you on, on, uh, who are listening right now who are trainers or, or who are thinking about becoming trainers, um, you, you tra- obviously as personal trainers, typically you'll end up training people one-on-one in person. But there's this huge growing online community where you meet people or you can train people online. And the benefit of that is you can train a lot more people virtually than you can in person so the growth potential is much higher yeah and what i also like that you had mentioned uh craig is that you can white label i think that you know that's something that a lot of these explain that so what does that so mean? the white labeling is basically like i've already branded myself right uh you know you guys have branded yourself we're mind pump we have another brand uh say say you want to keep that brand awareness Say you want to you know uh, sort of put your stamp on your product, uh, even if it's virtual training. I want people to know that you know this is me. And I this see. Is my so branding. You, so, so you get to brand yourself within like the brand. Yeah, and even then, you know, the, the better transition for that is then if I could have uh, some kind of icon with that on my website, for instance, and then that would lead into my virtual training site through you guys or some portal a- element to that. But, um, it's just, it's just nice when everything's cohesive, right? So mm. if I'm, if I'm one, like my client, let's say that's, that's training with me, if I'm then putting them on somebody else's website, somebody else's name and all this, there's this kind of disconnect there. So Got it. That's so let important. me, so let me ask you this, um, uh, what are some of the tools that uh, someone would need, a trainer would need to be able to build an online business? So some of the tools needed to build an online business are... Craig, your voice changed. No, <laughs> that's, that's <Jack. laughs> 
So my name is Jack Cooney. Um, I own a company called Accelerate Sports Performance in San Francisco. And through five years of business, we found a need for something like Training Slate. So my background is in strength and conditioning and athletic training. So it's Accelerate Sports Performance. We bridge the gap between uh, physical strength, conditioning, and sports medicine. Um, so we have a wide variety of clientele, like most of the clients, uh, like most of the users of training slate will have. So when we set out to create the business, it was purely for athletes. We had high school athletes, collegiate athletes, professional athletes, and Olympic athletes, but paying the bills by just training athletes doesn't, doesn't really work. You have to have a small percentage of the population, population. but so as we, as we started to grow, we started to get more executive and weekend warrior clientele who have the same type A mentality that they bring to training that they would to uh, accelerate. And it was fun working with, with both, uh, both clubs. But while working in that setting and working and growing up in or uh, climbing the ranks in the athletic training injury, there was industry, there was always a disconnect between athletic trainers, physical therapists, strength and conditioning specialists, parents, their kids, everyone. No one wanted to talk to each other. No one wanted to work together. Training Slate solves this problem and it does it in a in a really profound way. So like Craig introduced, you can white label your product. Now getting back finally mm-hmm. to your question. So when you white label the product, you guys already have a brand. Training Slate's going to be a beautiful platform that you can use as is, or you can kind of uh, make it to what you want to be. You can put your background pictures, you can create your own exercise libraries extremely simply. Um, all the content in there can really be yours. You're not going to want to see the videos that uh, Accelerate, its partner brand, has brought with it in order to provide you. It'll create a nice base for you guys to start with, um, but you guys want to upload your own videos. And most online strength conditioning specialists or personal trainers or physical therapists already have online libraries. Now they get to put them to use. They get to upload them into their own database and create comprehensive programs specific to whoever you're training. Okay, so it's so it's offering things like templates and where I can go in as a trainer. I don't know very much about tech. I can go on there, plug in some things, and I've got the tools necessary to build my online business. Is it safe? To, it, it sounds to me almost like a Facebook for trainers. Kind of like you have your page, you can build it out. It's one place where your clients meet. Is that is that fair? Because that's kind of the, the 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 feel I'm getting. Yeah, to an extent, when you're marketing yourself, it will be a Facebook for for uh, trainers. But on the back end, it's more importantly a place for you to connect to your clients and mm. your, your athletes, whoever they are. So delivering your programs, feedback, tracking results, tracking progress, VO2 maxes, um, really staying on top of things and close to them. Because what we experience, and I'm sure you guys all experience, is clients aren't here all the time. Mm-hmm. Some go to school. Some have jobs. Some have second houses. Some play sports in other other states. Some play sports in other countries. Um, some have to go to band camp, stuff like that. But they need their program wherever they go. So not only does it create that home base for you guys to create the programs, but it supplies trainers the ability to create a steady income and not a rugged income where it's like, oh, you're here one week. Oh, you're not here the other week. Oh, you're here for a month, but now you're gone for three the only way that they're going to seek success is if they're on a regular regimented program specific to them that progresses and regresses, um, as you guys were discussing, it caters to them. So what we're trying to push also from the side, and you guys will accept payments through Training Slate, is to 
pay by month rather than paying by session. So you'll create a fat, flat fee where you provide absolutely everything they need and you guys finally have a steady income so you can focus on being better at your job versus, oh my gosh, I got to find a new client. Although Training Slate will also do that for you and get mm. you new clients. Well, so I want to get into that in a second, but um, you did, you brought something up interesting to me. Uh, being in, in fitness for, for as long as I have as personal trainers, the prevailing way to charge uh, rates for your clients is a per session basis and they buy packages. So typically, you know, I'll have a, a single session rate of whatever, $100 and then they could buy 10 sessions for 900 so they get a little discount and 20 and 30 and 40 and they use them up as they go along. This is the most common um, way that trainers charge. The downfall of that is, uh, as you said, you get uh, some months are huge and other months are slow, or you get a bunch of re-enrolls one month and then you know two months or three months you have none. Um, you're talking about a monthly, you know, consistent monthly uh, revenue coming in. Now gyms, regular gyms, do this, and um, this 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 kind of you know uh, residual you know revenue that comes out on a monthly basis is why gyms are so successful. They know they can turn the lights on, boom, they collect. Mm-hmm. And so you guys are applying that towards the training. Yeah, uh, it turns it more into a business. I, I'm you now know, you've been of, doing it for a while. Yeah, like I'm that. one of the first to advocate changing your entire uh, format to month to month charge. Um, and whether you can automate that or not, you know, if you feel, uh, for me personally, it feels a little bit like impersonal on a level, but some people I do automate. Um, but once you do that and you can actually have a more of a predictive element to your business, I mean, you're going to save a lot of stress in pulling your hair out and, um, dealing with things as they come up normally in your business. Um, and, and then also you can like create a budget for marketing. Right, which is a know, lot of you know what's coming in, what's, what's exactly. Not. A lot of these trainers are 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 training by the skin of their teeth. They're, like it's a day to day thing. It's it's whoever's coming in and they're and they're looking at their schedule for the week even. Um, but you know, once you can kind of uh, step out of that uh, mentality and and start treating it like any other business that you know requires uh, a cost to to keep running, um, you know, you're going to do yourself well. And so you guys process that for trainers. We will, yes. Okay, so they'll they'll sign people up. Boom, they pay through you. It's all organized. They don't have to worry about anything. They okay. uh, they don't have to worry about anything. And in the small case that we understand that trainers might not want to roll with what we're doing, we will still have the option for them to pay by package or pay by session when they cl- create when they complete their program on their. Uh, oh, they can click in and boom, pay. Mm-hmm. So because because one word com- just bl- just comes out to me at this and uh, from what you're saying is it's easy. Simple. Simple because uh, as trainers typically love training people, sometimes you're lucky and you get trainers that also like to sell. So now you've got Mm -hmm. trainers that train people and they like to sell. They can succeed very well in gyms. But then if you want to open your own business, you got to also know how to organize all this shit. And (laughs) finding a trainer that can sell, loves to train people, and and is very organized is like finding a unicorn. Um, I myself... Um, and not very organized. So finding something that's very easy is, would be like a godsend. And so uh, is that a fair? Ex- oh, that's, that's, yeah, you hit the nail on the head right there. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're I, more like a Pegasus, bro. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what are your guys' plans as far as training slate, as far as, uh, acquiring leads? Like, what do you, what do you guys do? I mean, do you already have a, a large population of people already that are going to be tuning in? I mean, like if I'm a trainer and I decided to do this, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, um, and then it, my programs are awesome and people love them. 
I mean, am I, am I, a lot of people are going to be able to see it. I mean, how, what's your guys' plan for building that, your network? Yeah, so we have a we right now we have a huge waiting list already for clients and trainers to be on board of it. So we've just been collecting emails through the landing page, which Craig Craig uh, pointed out to you guys. But um, yeah, we've been building that way. And then so once you're on board and you're you're within Training Slate, you get to kind of create a home marketing page, and that home marketing page will allow you to post videos and pictures to show what you do to truly market your brand. And in addition to that, you'll have the option to um, submit programs that you think are awesome to Training Slate, and we'll post those. We'll post them for free to the public, and it'll have your name on it. It'll have your brand on it. It'll say Adam's program for big biceps, whatever you want to call it, right? Or medium calves. He was going to say Adam's program for medium calves. Yeah, you, you know, Extra veiny. Yeah, definitely not for calves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or Craig's program for, for soccer athletes or something like that. Um, but when these when these clients and athletes start to get, get to use the program, they finally get a taste of what you provide and their eyes get open to how great you guys are. And that's when they're like, I've seen these results. I don't want these results to go away. I'm going to sign up with you. And that's when you guys create that relationship and take care of them and build their programs. So how did you how did you two meet? How did you guys come up with this idea or decide we want to do this? So Craig and I went to school together. We went to San Jose State. We were both kinesiology majors um, and we were in the same fraternity. And um Bro. <laughs> uh, Eskimo brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh who's big bro, who's little bro. And then and then we and then we went to work, you know. He he was all over the place. He was he was at Crunch, he was at UFC, he was starting new trends. And I went the route of creating my own business, Accelerate. And with the need for training slate, Craig was the man in order to really put the word out there and to get people to use it basically. Yeah. So so you've you've been an entrepreneur for a little while now. Yes, and this is new for you, Craig, to be uh, to get into entrepreneurship. Is it relatively new? Uh, can you hear me? I, we hear you a little yeah. bit. Yeah, you're in the background there. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's new for for the tech world, but as far as running my own business and mm. the other side hustles that Adam's probably well aware of. Yeah, yeah. To- totally uh, been doing that for a while. Okay, so you're because you guys are going to be attracting entrepreneurs. I mean, trainers using your it, it, your your system, they're not going to be working for anyone. They're working for themselves. They're just using your product as a tool. Potentially. It can go both ways. So you, Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So you can work out at, say, in, in the city, we've got Studio Mixer, Diacati Body, which are gyms for trainers where they bring their own clients. Yeah, they can, they can use them as individual licenses. But we'll also have the option for like an Equinox or a big gym to use a capacity of it where they truly white label it as well. So it'll, it's scalable to low or, or big level, small business, medium business, big business. Now, I'm a, mm. now here, this immediately pops in my head when you said that. Um, I think that's a great idea. However, how would, you know, trainer, you know, John from, you know, Wisconsin – how does how is he going to get the same kind of exposure, or how do you get the exposure out there between him and let's say a big company like Equinox? Is there a difference in you know one pays more, or how's that going to work? Yeah, e- Equinox w- wouldn't want to be in the mix of all all of the independent trainers and, okay. and smaller businesses. They're going to be a completely different white label brand, so they're going to license they're going to license the technology and use it 
hopefully. Oh, I see. In order to you help their trainers get better, and they're going to have their own internal system that they're going to use. Got it. The licensed professionals and smaller businesses like Accelerate and whoever else is out there um, are going to be using it in the capacity that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. What about uh, what about fees that people can charge as trainers? Do they, can they determine how much they want to charge, or is there, are they going to follow a format? Yeah, we we make it as adaptable as you guys want to make it in regards to charging people. So you can charge 20 bucks a month. You can charge 5,000 bucks a month, whatever makes sense to what your practice is. A physical therapist might be charging $300 per session. A company like Accelerate might be charging a monthly fee of one to $2,000 per client. A individual trainer might be charging anywhere from 60 bucks to, you know, $2,000, whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. So you can definitely adapt it to wherever you feel you are in the. Now it's, it, it's, is uh, in that, in that case, it sounds like um, the fee to use your, now I'm, I know you guys are not live yet, so you probably don't have specific fees and you don't have to go over them, but it, it, it would make sense in that case then that they would pay you a percentage. Is that how it would work? We will take a small percentage, but remember the reason why we created training slate was to solve the issues that I, as a business owner, that Craig as a business owner, that you guys as running your own businesses for and into the charge that we run into with square, or I don't know if I should be naming names but mind body and, and other companies out there that take 2.3% plus 4% plus $50 plus another 3% mm-hmm. for this. And by the end you're paying between four and 7%, which mm-hmm. is crazy. That's a lot of money. So, no, we're not going to take those types of fees. The credit card fees will have to be passed on because that's what happens. And then we'll take like a 1% fee or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So, you guys want to, you want to be real competitive in terms of the, the percentage. We want to help you guys out. Yeah. Nice. We, want, we want to shift the paradigm of the business that's gone from this random on-the-fly design or I'm too lazy to create programs and paper programs to creating a foundation for these people to create programs and giving entry-level individuals the tools they need to get better or the elite professionals the ability to use the vast amount of tools that we provide them from program exercise prescription to assessment to implementation to tracking. So tell me, yeah, I I was actually really curious about the assessment part as far Mm -hmm. as like your tools go because uh, once again, that's something that totally doesn't even get thought of. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, anything I've seen as far as like software and, and virtual training is concerned. So how did you address that? We addressed that through a lot of different ways. Um, and again, there's a full spectrum of users that we envision using Training Slate from the strength and conditioning and the sports medicine world. So that means that they're going to be able to gather Park Hue information, their physical athletic uh, physical athletic readiness questionnaire, simple things like heart rate, blood pressure, height, weight, osteoporosis, skeletal, musculoskeletal issues, things like that. From there, they can go in and they can do things like the FMS that a lot of um, personal trainers, strength conditioning specialists are are used to. Mm -hmm. You'll also have the ability to use a 42-point assessment, which accelerates sports performance uh, uses, which measures landing biomechanics and... um, and an athletic readiness, basically, more so than the FMS would. Mm-hmm. Um, it incorporates a few tests out there that already exists. You'll be able to re- measure range of motion. You'll be able to measure VO2 max. You'll be able to measure pretty much whatever you want. Mm. Yeah. What's the vet, what's going to be the the vetting process for trainers? Uh, say someone wants to come use your use your your product. Um, are you guys do, are you, do you guys going to be you know uh, requiring certain certifications qualifications? Yeah, we will require certain certifications and qualifications. Um, 
that will be really looked into as we build slowly. Mm -hmm. We're not going to just open it to everyone right off the bat. We're going to slowly build it and make sure it's a quality product Mm -hmm. where the clients are getting uh, quality professionals overseeing them. That's smart. Smart, yeah. yeah. To say you don't want some shit butt trainer that's handling you guys' first (laughs) first thousand people that come (laughs) through there and then it makes you guys look like you guys. No, we're looking for quality. If there's one thing that we've learned in the industry as long as we've been in it is that uh, shit butt trainer is really bad. Right. We don't, we don't, yeah, you don't want to get a experience. I've heard of those. Yeah. (laughs) They're out there. Shit butts are, I've seen a lot of them for sure. Yeah, even if you eat a lot of Mexican. Well, it'd be kind of cool actually, you know, along those lines is to create some, I don't know, some sort of, like either recognition for those that are really qualified or maybe give get clients a lot of results or something like maybe they get a, an extra boost on the page or more av- advertising because of that production contest yeah, stuff you know? like that or, or like a rating system or yeah or even yeah. maybe even a discount maybe maybe you get 1.5% from the average person 1.25 and so on and then when you're considered an elite and giving the best results and helping them because that you got to think those people are representing your brand along with their own the best so mm-hmm. finding a way to encourage that for you to be a, a better trainer you yeah know? yeah you'll have options of searching and, and sifting through the trainers based on recognition just as such and then simple A to Z um, alphabetization, and then who's put in the latest programs as well. So we, we have that covered as well. So it'll be like, which trainer's nice. the handsomest? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll work yeah. with that yeah. one. And, you know, who wears the most yeah. bandanas? We don't have all those like filters yet. Uh, <laughs> we will take that into yeah. account. What, what is Joey Schwoll <laughs> wearing currently? Yeah. So so to get, not I to go know the news. Not to go too off the subject, but uh, what do you think of the, the the state of the current of the fitness industry currently? What do you see the trend? What do the trends look like to you? And what do you get, what do you think about what's going on? Well, I I. I I don't really like where it's going, and that's that's why I found a need for training slate. Um, I don't like the random on the fly approach to training, where it's I see people asking, oh, "What do you feel like doing? What do you want to do today?" Um, I see eighty year olds doing push presses. I see just atrocious atrocious form out there. I see let me repeat like, that dude repeat that's that. one of my <laughs> Craig in the potential background. Yeah, Craig in the background just said 80 year olds doing CrossFit right yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so there's there, there's a there's a lot of it's mostly the random on the fly design that that I'm trying to get away from and really trying to get people to create individualized systematic customized approach to training where they're treating each client individually and creating different programs for them and we make that easy on the trainer to do where they can save template but make tweaks so they're not working into the wee hours of night creating a new program and entering little numbers in Excel sheets all the time. Yeah, it just seems mm. to me the, the fitness industry, I, I've been in the industry longer than you guys, I'm sure, and um, it, it's exploded. The, the, the gyms have, got, have grown, definitely, but the trainers and training and classes and individualized type of stuff has exploded. And then social media got big. And now, and it exploded even more. And now everybody's a fitness professional. Everybody's getting giving fitness advice. Yeah. And it's it, you know, it's easier now than ever to get information. However, you got to be smarter now about sifting through that information uh, that you get because with that information comes more bullshit. Yeah, it's and true. there's a lot more crap out there. And I think that's what you might be. Yeah. No. That's that's definitely true. Um, it, there. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff out there. That's, that's what the internet provides. But making sure that you have empirically driven evidence behind what you're putting into effect is is very important for people to understand. And it's hard to find out there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, very, very much so. Yeah, it's very. Um, 
uh, I, I'm along. I mean, I, I feel the same way. I mean, it's one of the reasons why we started the show mm-hmm. is um, when we first started, we're like, yeah, we're just going to tell everybody what bullshit, what we, you yeah. know, the bullshit that we see and we're going to call people Spose out. Expose all the charlatans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was a big one. Um, what about um, nutrition? Will be the will there be a nutrition component to this where a trainer can, um, I mean, either guidance or, or will nutritionists be able to use this? So there'll be a small nutrition component, but I feel like nutrition would have been creating a whole new company in itself. Mm-hmm. I think what we'll do is we'll integrate with one of the top performers out there in regards to efficacy and empirically driven um, data and the results that they show. So there's a couple that we have in mind um, that we'll probably incorporate. But initially, what they'll have is well, they'll have a shopping list. What, what a lot of people do is when they eat right now, they just eat the wrong things and then they eat more of the wrong things and it just becomes a slippery slope snowballing effect. What we'll provide is just, you just got to shop for this type of food. You have it and that's all you eat. You'll be okay. Mm. You won't be able to overeat if you eat the right food. So we'll keep it simple and sweet initially, but eventually we'll we'll build in that. Yeah, because I, I think that's a, um, I mean, it's an important component, but yeah, you make an, a, a huge, a great point there. Mm-hmm. Uh, nutrition's a completely, I mean. Whole another monster. Mm-hmm. Oh, huge, yeah. huge mm-hmm. monster. Yeah. Supplements, all that stuff is just another, a whole nother monster. So that said, if there's any RDs out there who want to reach out to us, you let us know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so are, are you guys funding this yourself, This all this creation? You guys like straight up uh, entrepreneurs, like I'm going to just dump my money into this and uh, <laughs> see what happens, swing the bat? Um, Craig's a sweat worker, so he'll, he'll, he'll build, build equity through all this hard work. Um, I put some money into it and, uh, we have some investors, one of which who is Chase Utley. Chase Utley is the second baseman for the Philadelphia Phillies who just got traded to the Dodgers over the past day. So he'll be back (laughs) on the West coast. Um, but he's, he's one of the guys, one of the athletes that saw success through our training accelerate and understands the need for this connectivity between uh, like-minded professionals um, to get an athlete to or a client to where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the reason why I asked is just um, you know uh, we also have a, a large audience of people who are entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. and it's uh, I think it, it does them a service to hear about the difficulties and the, the risks that you have to take mm-hmm. in order to do this. Because listening to you, it's like, oh yeah, he knows what he's talking about. He's very smart. But I'm pretty sure there's days where you're sweating and you're like, okay, we're we're putting our you know yeah. we're putting our dicks out there. Yeah, and. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's hard. It's definitely hard work. I mean, when I started Accelerate, it was, you know, it was, it was faith and trust in myself. I was sleeping on sheetrock and eating canned food, and it grew into what it was today. And it, it was built out of a need to help the industry and where it needs to go by creating a one-stop shop for clients and athletes so they're not pulled in all these different directions and given bad advice um, with also the ability to be, be referred out. And furthermore, we get people that reach out for us from all over the world to train with us all over the country and i just can't reach that many people i can't create that many online programs i can't be on the phone that long i can't so this will allow us and you guys to keep track of your clients from near and far hmm. or is there anything out there now and you i mean uh, you should be okay talking on the uh, about this um are there anything is there anything out there now that is trying to do that but you guys are obviously going to try and do it better no, there's 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 brands out there, but it it doesn't go to the depth of what what we're trying to do. Um, because there's a, definitely a market for it, mm-hmm. so I would assume that there's something uh, there's other things out there trying to do what you guys are going to do. Um, they just might suck. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, it's 
the, I mean, there's, there's, you can talk shit, bro. The, okay. <laughs> yeah, this is my, this is my pump, bro. You know, yeah, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's nice to see what, what people are trying to move in the right direction, the direction that we're talking about, the, where we're trying to go with it. But like you said, the people that are doing it haven't been in the industry. They don't understand the mm-hmm. ins and outs and the little details of what goes on with exercise prescription and how it needs to be treated from a, um, from a time, a financial and a, and a educational standpoint. It's, it's just not there. And that's why I don't, I don't really put anyone on the same level as what we're trying to create here. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'll just tell a story here. I'm not going to use any names cause I don't want to get myself in more trouble than I already already get myself into. But, um, long time ago, there was a fitness company uh, of gyms that was very successful, did very well, was growing very rapidly. And, um, you know, like most companies, when you grow and you get big, you start to look for outside investments and, um, the people at the time running the company were fitness people. They were people who were trainers, people who liked to work out, people who understood gyms, understood people. And this company moved in the direction of bringing people in from other successful companies, but had nothing to do with fitness. And, uh, well, I'm not going to put, <laughs> again, I'm not going to point, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be specific, but they brought people in. And what ended up happening with these gyms is, they said, okay, we have a lot of clubs, we have the best clubs, um, offer all these amenities. All we're going to do is we're going to charge a low price and we're going to kind of eliminate the sales process or reduce it dramatically, pay trainers this much. There's no big, they don't need to be making any more than this. And people will walk in, they'll look at three options, like it's a menu, and they'll pick. Mm. And that, that would be so easy. That's all we're going to do. They're going to walk in. Why would they choose another gym? We've got more stuff. It's a little cheaper. They just got a point, and that's that's bottom line. Mm-hmm. And those of us in the fitness industry, it's like the Burger King menu, right? We knew that would that's fucking not a good idea. Like that's not going to work mm-hmm. um, because fitness is different. Mm-hmm. Fitness is different. Let me tell you something. You work in a gym, even if you're not a trainer. Let's just say you sell memberships. You are not selling shit. Yeah, it's one of the few things that you sell. It's not tangible. You're not. They don't leave with anything. You know what yeah. they leave with? They leave with a dream yeah. and a contract. A, they leave with an agreement. <laughs> they leave with the with the dream. Expense. They leave yeah. with the idea that they can come back and and then change themselves. Mm-hmm. They haven't bought anything, mm-hmm. so um, it's not like selling electronics. You know, you go buy a, a you know a Sony whatever PlayStation at this store. You can buy the identical one at this store. You're going to go with the cheaper one. It's the same fucking product. It's not the same when you go from gym to gym. Yeah, they have equipment, but you know, in this gym, I have more equipment or whatever. But I know for a fact as a trainer that I can outperform ninety nine percent of the trainers out there with a pair of dumbbells, and he can have the other trainer can have access to all the equipment in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that is not not because I know more shit, but because I might be able to motivate and inspire better. So you know, that was a big thing that happened, and as a result, you saw um, the fitness industry in, in in particular the gyms take a massive decline. So some of these big companies produced less and less revenue. There was a huge, uh, I mean, the talent just left and started their own thing um, and moved off into other things. And now you're seeing in the fitness industry more niche type market stuff. You know, you, you know, you saw the introduction of thing like CrossFit, which is definitely a niche market. You know, Pilates, yoga studios exploded, personal training studios exploded because these gyms started these price wars and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you talk about how you guys are trainers and we're from the industry and, you know, we're building this from trainers versus some of these other companies that they see, they see the market for it and they're either marketing people or just tech people. That makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. It yeah. makes a huge, huge difference. Mm-hmm. So I just want to bring that example up because I've seen it firsthand. 
Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Many, many times. As of right now, is it just the two of you that are uh, running training site? I mean, yeah, well, we, you know, we have our CTO, we have our CSO, Craig here, we have our CEO, myself. Um, and then we have a, a pool of investors who, who I selected that are extremely helpful and intelligent. Um, some in the biotech industry, some in marketing, some in finance, um, and then our pro athlete. Yeah. So I selected a team that can really, really create a really good. Very yeah. Cool. yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Just not good, cohesive. How do you, how do you, uh, how do you and Chase know each other? Did you train him? Yes. Yeah. Oh, he did. trains at Accelerate. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Oh, yeah. So are you guys, um, uh, any ideas of when this would be ready? So in October, we will roll out the beta to select individuals who have been on the list for a while and, and that we trust. And then probably in January, February, the full the full shebang will be out and ready to go for you guys. All right. Nice. All right. Perfect. I don't know if you guys have any other any questions. No, very cool. I'm very interested to see yeah. the full product and, and how it works. And, you know, our listeners know um, that we're very honest. Mm-hmm. So if we like it, we're going to promote the hell out of it. If we don't, we probably won't say much. But um, but if we like it and we promote it, then they know that we're not full of shit. So cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll, we'll take a look at it. But mm-hmm. um, but you guys are definitely legit. So Appreciate it's it. got to start with the, the, the people starting the, pro- the, the product. And if uh, if the people are legit, then you've got the first step down. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes the hardest step. I think mm-hmm, for sure. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump. <laughs>